You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey everyone, this is Mike with the Fin Fans Podcast. Uh, today I've got Kirk Marks with me. Hey Fin Fans. And I've got Matt Pope with me. Hey, hey Fin Fans, thanks for having me. Welcome guys. Uh, Kirk, uh, first time for you, and uh, Matt, it's been a while for you. Let's, let's have a fun show. Uh, the Dolphins have, have been busy this week. They uh, cut Ryan Anderson today, the center. They uh, signed Will Holden, who's an offensive tackle. He had a couple of starts with... Uh, Arizona, I guess, actually seven starts in a couple of seasons with Arizona. They put Dwayne Allen on the physically unable to uh, perform list. Uh, they waived Jamar Summers, who was uh, a cornerback. They put uh, Cordria Tankersley on uh, the physically unable to perform list. So they went ahead and uh, picked up David Rivers. He was with Tampa, played mostly on their special teams, and uh, Tyler Patman. Uh, another cornerback. Uh, in addition to that, they uh, put Mike Hall on the physically unable to perform list. And uh, lastly, uh, everybody knows about the uh, tragic accident that uh, Kendrick Norton had losing his arm. Well, they put him on the reserve non-football injury list uh, so they'd be able to pay him uh, for the, you know, for the season. So that was kind of kind of them. Uh, so Guys, uh, you have any thoughts about Kendrick and his situation? Yeah, of oh. course. It's a tragic situation. Uh, you know, it's good that the NFL and the Dolphins uh, came together and make sure he's paid for the time being. His medical expenses are paid. So, uh, you know, I know there was some uh, GoFundMe stuff for him at first. They, were, they weren't sure his status on paying his medical bills and his salary being paid. So good to know that. He's okay for the time being financially, even though his football career is over. And I'm glad that that they're going to take care of him. Um, As far as the accident and it being his fault and stuff, things happen. Everybody's human. It's not like he went out there to commit any kind of crime or anything. So, yeah, I think it's real classy that the Dolphins are going to take care of him. And I think that's pretty huge. Yeah, I think it's the right thing to do, and I'm glad they're doing it. Uh, he seems like a good kid. He's, his attitude seems to be in the right place. He's thankful to be alive. I think he understands the gravity of uh, what you know what could have happened. Uh, so hopefully he's learned from it. And uh, listen, like you said, we all make mistakes. You know, accidents happen. So uh, hopefully he can uh, adjust to his uh, situation and uh, live a happy life. Guys, the reason I brought you on tonight is because I really wanted to hear a couple of fresh perspectives on um, what you guys are expecting from the team. So let's start talking about the offense just a little bit. Um, Kirk, how how productive do you think we're going to be, and and who do you think will win the starting quarterback uh, job coming out of camp? I really believe that Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to win that starting job just because he should be ahead of the curve. He's been there, done that. He can read defenses has good pocket presence, and he's going to throw the football. He's not going to hold on to the football and, and take those sacks that our quarterback last year took. He's going to make some mistakes. We all know that. He might throw seven touchdowns one game and, and five interceptions the next, but that's what you get with him. But it's going to be exciting. So if it's going to be a tough year for us, at least it'll be exciting. So do you think the offense will be productive with him at the helm? Absolutely. I think it's going to be productive, and I also think that – it's going to make the players around him a little bit better. I think the running game is going to 
be a little bit better. I think that he'll be able to throw the ball out of the backfield. Uh, it should help the tight ends and the wide receivers because if they're open, they can expect to get the football because he's going to definitely try to get it to him. Yeah, to me, I think uh, Fitz is going to win it out. Uh, I know everybody would love to see Rosen win because Rosen has a chance to be our future and Fitz definitely is not our future, but I don't think it's going to be handed to him. If Rosen wins the job, he's really going to have to earn it. And right now, Fitz has has the edge. Uh, he understands the the schemes. Our schemes are apparently very complex, and Fitz has it, and Rosen does not as of yet. Well, keep in mind, guys, that you know they've been off the past month, so he's had time to get in the playbook and uh, familiarize himself with a lot of the concepts and terminology and the things that he will have to learn. So I think that month that he's just had off, if he if he actually spent the time. Uh, in the playbook and and learning it, I, I don't think he'll be as far behind as you might think he will be. We're hoping. Yeah, I agree with that, and I I can see him at uh at a certain point taking over because we do have to see what he's going to do. And I guess we'll get into that in, in a little bit. But I have a an idea where he's going to be going in too. Uh huh. Like right after the bye week. <laughs> that's that's the current thought. Everybody seems to have. Yeah, that was my guess as well. So yeah. When I look at that schedule, it's very possible that we could lose those first four games. Yeah, they're brutal. And after the bye week, what's a better time if you're owing, you know, if you're owing four to, to to step in? And the, the, after the bye week, we're playing the Redskins, so that would be a good team to insert him into, and then see what he can do from there on in. If it goes, if it goes that way. Yeah, and the Redskins are saying, "Oh man, we play the Dolphins after the bye. That's a great team to get." <laughs> yeah, uh, you get what I'm saying. So. All right. So on offense, you think they're going to be productive, you said, Kirk. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Do you think uh, they're going to be productive on offense? I think they will. I think our schemes and uh, the coaching is going to have us doing fairly well. Uh, I think we will have highs and lows, as generally happens with just about every team. Uh, As uh, Kirk mentioned earlier with Fitzpatrick, there's highs and lows with him. Sometimes he looks like the league MVP one game and uh, one of the crappiest quarterbacks ever the next game. But it should be uh, exciting. I think we will be decent. We may not, uh, you know, win some of the games even when we are decent. But I think we'll be decent. What do you think about Devontae Parker? Everything I'm hearing this year, I mean, he's looking really good. Uh, I think he has a chance to come in and show what he can do and – see what his future is with the team and if it's not with this team what he can do in with another team so I think he's motivated I think he likes the the current staff and coaching staff and uh, the current scheme so if he doesn't get injured again I think he could have a very good year this year Uh, so you're you're in his corner you think he's going to produce yeah if he stays healthy I think he will this year for the first time and what about you, Kirk? I'm also in his corner because I, I hate to waste a first-round draft pick on anybody. Yeah, I, I feel you. But and if, he's, if he can stay healthy and he can get open, which we know he can, if he stays on the field, Fitzpatrick will get him the football. Yeah. And that'll make him happy. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, I suppose it would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just don't know that I have the confidence in him that you guys might have. But we'll see. I mean, I hope he does. I really do. Well, my confidence is based on him staying injury-free. Well, I don't have yeah. confidence in him being able to stay healthy because he's proven that he can't stay healthy. But yeah, that's a thing. if he can, then you have the potential 
Yep. Yep. Then we're back to where we are, you know. He, he could do it if, you know, and I hate the could do it ifs. I, I want to see guys who are doing it. I agree. You know, that's the way you're going to win games. You're not going to win games waiting for guys to do it. You're going to win games with guys that are doing it. And, we want to uh, see more than flashes this year. Yeah, we need to see consistency. We need to see guys really giving it their all. And we may not win, but you need to see the effort and you need to see guys really making an impact in the game, especially guys that are drafted in the first round. You know, we've talked about this in the past, but, you know, when you're investing those resources in, in players, they've, they've got to produce for you and you, you've got to be picking the right guys. And I'm just not sure that Devontae has proven to be the right guy. I guess we'll see. He, you know, he's still young. It's, it's possible it happens. We have new coach. Yep. New set of standards. Yep. He might have no choice but to produce. If he doesn't let's, produce. Let's hope. He won't be there. Yeah, I think some of that does come down to coaching because they have to scheme him open and they have to do some things to uh, get these guys going, you know, just get them going and then then let them play football. But you've got to be a little more creative offensively than I think Gase was. And, And, you know, Gase is, of course, I think was a bit handcuffed because of the line issues and what have you, but he did not show enough. You know, we, we expected more from Gase given his uh, history with Manning and all of that. Uh, so we didn't get that. Now, let's turn to the defensive side of the ball just for a quick minute. Uh, we lost Cam Lake, and we lost Andre Branch, and, and we lost a few other guys. How's our defense going to play? It's going to be a, a young defense. Uh, I think that we're going to have uh, some problems on, on the outside, and that all depends on like a Charles Harris. If a Charles Harris, same thing like with Parker, yep, you know, steps up to the plate, does what he's supposed to do, and helps out on the outside, that's going to help our defense because I think that with uh, drafting Wilkins and you know, getting Vincent Taylor back, I think the inside interior part of our defense it's going to be pretty solid. It's going to be better than what it was. I'm excited about the inside, and I'm excited about Wilkins. I think he's going to be a stud. I do too. And I'm really happy to get Vincent Taylor back because he was showing his flashes too. So I think that, you know, with them, and they still have Spence, uh, if they can clog that middle up, then teams are going to try to attack us on the outside. So that's where we have to make sure that we're good. If we're, if we're better on the outside, then things will work out for us. If we're not good on the outside – then it's going to be the same old story. That's the way I see it. If they can rush, you know, if teams run off the off the tackles and we can't stop it, then, you know, we're not there yet. Yeah, exactly right. You know, I mean, that'll force you to bring your your secondary up and uh, bad things will happen over the top. Matt, how do you see it? Yeah, I kind of agree with you there. To me, uh, as you said, Christian Wilkins, or not, I'm sorry, not Christian Wilkins, uh, Charles Harris is the defensive version of, uh, of Devontae Parker. Uh, he has to show what he can do this year. You know, it's another high draft pick that we want to see good things out of. He hasn't really shown much yet, but got a new uh, regime, got a new chance, a fresh start. So let's see what he can do. Hey, guys, I wanted to break in here real quick just to ask a favor of you. On the app that you're listening on, uh, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Hit like, leave a, a comment on your thoughts of the show. And uh, if you didn't know, we do, we do run a Facebook group. Uh, it's Miami Dolphins number one. That's hashtag one. We talk uh, Dolphins football 24-7, 365. We'd love to have you join us and share your thoughts. And uh, once again, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, let's make it a habit. We'll see you next week. 
All right, so you guys are both pretty optimistic considering uh, uh, USA Today is predicting us to win three games. Are they wrong? No. They are wrong, in my opinion, because it should be four wins. <laughs> <laughs> my initial prediction was to win three three games. Now I'm up to five games, but it's, we'll see what happens. Well, you know, it, it's hard to put a number on it because you really don't know what the offensive line is going to be. I mean, everybody says they're going to be horrible, but we don't know they're going to be horrible. We have to see them be horrible. I don't think they're any worse than last year. Well, don't don't be careful because they lost uh, James and, you know, we'll see. You know, they could be better. Uh, I'm not ruling it out, but, I mean, you'd think just based on that alone that they may not be. But we'll see. Uh, you know, I'd like to see them put it together. Maybe the line coach makes a difference. Maybe he gets something out of these younger guys that the uh, last coaches couldn't. You know, these, these things are possible. So we'll see. Who's going to be our second cornerback? Eric Rowe. Yeah, I think so, too. As of right now, if he stays on the field, he'll be the uh, the second corner. Yeah, I agree with that. I think uh, Tankersley had hopes of maybe actually trying to come through and have a good year this year and maybe establish himself as a uh, second corner or a solid corner at least. But, yeah, he he took a tough one being on the uh, pup list, and he probably won't be back before week six, so he's probably out for the foreseeable future. Uh, just, a, just a quick question with Tankersley. He's on the, the active PUP, so they can, they can activate him whenever they want. Is that whenever correct? Whenever they want, yes. Okay. From what I'm hearing, uh, the tight end and uh, Mike Hole can come back, but uh, most likely, by what I'm hearing, Tankersley will probably not be back before week six. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's not injured reserve where they can only bring two guys back. It's the physically unable to perform list, which in, in training camp really doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, how they designate them going into the season, that's what matters. Give me a prediction. When you, you uh, had said three wins, uh, who are they going to beat? The four wins that I have, I have them coming back from the bye week, beating the Redskins. I have them splitting with the Jets, beating the Giants, and beating the Bengals. Okay. So I have them at four and twelve. That, uh, you think they'll beat the Giants, huh? Yeah, the Giants. The Giants. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, live, I live up I here. Know, I know. I know you do. I know you do. Uh, yeah. What about you? What about you, Matt? Yeah, I have them coming back from the bye week and went in their uh, first two after the bye week. I also thought they might split between uh, between the Bills and the Jets, so that would give them four and. I agree. Giants are beatable as well, which uh, took me up to my five. So we'll uh-huh. see what happens. That's that's cool. So what do you think of Flores? Nothing but optimism for him. I like uh, the staff that he put together. Some of the things he did with have you know the TNT wall and some of those discipline things that we definitely need. Uh, attention to detail gets to the meetings early. So far, so good. I like everything that I'm hearing. But once we start playing football games and see how that all translates onto the field as far as the players buying into it and you know the other things that go with that, uh, time will tell. But right now, I'm all behind him 100%. Well, I hope people aren't too quick to judge him uh, because, you know, the fans down here, they can sour on a coach pretty quick. I just think they need to give him time and then Greer time to put the roster together before they start, you know, overly criticizing people. I think he's going to need a minimum of three years. And I think with the 
contract he signed, I think they will give him a minimum of three years. So, yeah. Well, that, that doesn't mean the fans are going to be behind him that long. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree that's, with you That's there. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fans. I do believe what you said is true. I do think he's going to get three years and possibly the full five. But uh, my concern is everybody, you know, uh, getting on the hate wagon, you know, real quick. And, and I hope that doesn't happen because to me, this, this, is, year, this is not going to be pretty right away. Yeah, to me, this is a throwaway year. So don't even, I mean, uh, don't count wins and losses this year. See development of the team. See the culture of the team. Uh, establish an identity. See what our future looks like. But don't count wins and losses. What I, what I want to see is guys scratching and clawing to win. Whether or not they win is not as relevant to me this year as it will be in future years. But I want to see them playing smart football and not making those mistakes that cost you ball games. Uh, they're jumping off sides, they're guessing the snap count and encroaching and, and just doing the silly things late in games, late in close games that just take away your opportunities. I agree with that, and I think that they will accomplish that. I think that the penalties are going to go down, the uh, stupid mistakes, the personal fouls, Yes. as far as arguing with the other team and pushing them and getting ejected. I think all that stuff's going to come to a halt. Um, as far as the fans go, the intelligent fan knows that this is a rebuilding process. Um, they are going to try to win. We just want to see progress. You want to see them get better and Everyone knows that we have all those draft picks next year and just continue to build and fill the holes, and they're doing it the right way. So, you know, as hard as it is to uh, sit back and and basically, I don't want to say throw a season away because I'm always optimistic that they're, you know, they're going to be half decent. Well, you hope they're going to be, sure. Yeah, you want to see them, you know, if they win the four games, and and I didn't have, uh, like Matt did, I wanted so badly to, to split with the Bills. But I just don't know if that's going to happen this year. But that would give me five wins. Um, but the main thing is that, like you said, we had talked about it before. The team doesn't go on the field and play dead. The team goes out there and plays, and they battle, and they get better, and they, they give you some energy and excitement, and that's all we can really ask for and, and have optimism for, you know, for the future. That's what we're looking for. Kirk, you're a season ticket holder, so I have a question for you. Four games in, five games in, how, how full is the stadium going to be? They always do get a decent crowd. Uh, I think that you know the, the season ticket holders are going to go because it's something new with a whole new regime and new players. And like it, the, the draft picks, if the draft picks are doing well and we can see that things are going good. I mean, it is tough to sit there at a one o'clock game in the sun. You know that. But uh, Been there and done that. The real, yes, fans, the real fans are going to go. The ones that, that fall off the bandwagon real quick and we go in for, well, they were never real fans anyway because if they were, they would know that we're not going to win the first four games and, and go to a Super Bowl this year. So you still have the the experience of going to the stadium and all the activities on the outside and getting in there rooting for your team. There's nothing better than that. That's why I don't know why I would have season tickets from New Jersey to go down there except for a, a love of the team. Of course. So if you don't love the team, then you shouldn't even be a season ticket holder. What are you going for? Yeah, right. You're just wasting a seat for somebody who does love the team. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to the season. I think we're going to learn some things this season. Uh, we'll learn a few things. We'll learn a little bit about Gates. We're going to learn a little bit about Flores. 
Uh, we're going to learn a little bit about the players. We're going to figure out if, if Tannehill really was a lot of the problem. I mean, there's so many questions that are going to be answered this year, and I'm looking forward to seeing those answers. Um, I think I think we were right about Tannehill. <laughs> well, I think so too. Um, I, you know, my gut feeling said that in year three, year four of his uh, existence here, it was just tough to watch. Mike, if they would have only got him some competition, yeah, he some... never he never had to worry about that. I, that still blows my mind that you know they just anointed him. And really, he didn't even get anointed. He got there because of the injury to the other guy. Yeah, and we never we never really gave him any competition. So nope. we settle for that mediocrity. So it's that's you know that's it. It's on them. That's right. Exactly. If they would have kept drafting quarterbacks and bringing somebody in to try to, to you know beat him out, there could have been competition that could have helped him too. That could have even made him better. Of Who knows? Of course, you learn off of each other. You know, if I'm battling you and we're in the meeting rooms every day, and I'm seeing your strengths and I'm seeing your weaknesses, I'm learning from your mistakes. I don't have to learn off just my own. You understand? It's beneficial. So you know, I think that only helps. And then you get on the practice field and you have to physically beat the other guy, and that that just adds to the competition. And I think it's great. And I think that every team should have a quarterback competition, unless you've got an Aaron Rodgers or a Mahomes or, or somebody who is performing at top level. Totally agree. That's why I think Rosen just won't be handed the job. He's going to have to earn it. And uh, Well, the coach has said that. You know, we'll see if he sticks to it. But, I mean, that's what he said. He, he did say that in, in uh, minicamp. So, he says nobody's going to be handed anything. He's going to have to earn it if he wants to play. So, we'll see. Um, you know, I, I do think he will end up starting after the bye week. Uh, so, I'm in, I'm in agreement with you guys there. I am a little concerned about the wide receiver position. I'm a little concerned about the running back position. I know everybody's in love with Drake, but Drake has not been a full-time back uh, yet in his career. So I wouldn't expect him to all of a sudden become that. Uh, could it happen? Sure. Is it likely? Probably not. Uh, so the question is, do they have the depth behind him? They, they drafted... Uh, uh, the kid that they took, uh, Gaskins, and, and we'll see. We'll see how he does. We'll see how uh, Balazs does. But the receivers, I mean, uh, I really like Grant, and I and I like Wilson, but I like them as, as spot players. I don't necessarily like them as full-time starters, you know, and, and Devontae Parker we already spoke about. So, and, and Stills, to me, is going to start declining. He's, he's at that age now where I think his game is going to get taken away from him by father time. You know, he relies on speed. And uh, what is he, 28 years old now? I think that begins to go about this time, you know, uh, for the faster guys. So we'll see. I think he's got another good season in him. And especially in the beginning of the season when he's got uh, Fitzy throwing the football his way. Yeah, well, that's going to be the thing. That's going to be the thing. You know, if they can give him some time and then all of a sudden that changes things because that's when the speed will start to be a real weapon. Uh, but if they're rushed and the quarterbacks don't have a lot of time, then it kind of negates that speed. So we'll see. Well, if we could get a if we could get some luck going our way, uh, we have that kid Preston Williams, if he turns out to be anything. Yeah, that's a wild card. That's a yeah, wild we'll card. see that. We'll see that. At least we have that wild card. We had that opportunity to see what this kid can do. and uh, uh, I also, don't know how fast he is. That's the thing with him. Do you? I From what I understand, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's got, like Matt said, he's got decent speed, and he's, uh, he's a big guy. 
I know so, he's a big guy. He's got a good wingspan. He's he's got good hands. I'm just not sure how fast he is. I'd have to look that up. Well, let's get a little Aronde Gatston out of him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you never know. And we still got Bryce Butler, right? Yes, I believe so. So Butler had a half decent season last year. Yeah, yeah. It's going to have to get that sixth spot if Preston Williams does make the team and uh, shows that potential to yeah. see make his place on the team. Assuming there's no surprises or injuries. True. That's true. That's definitely true. Yeah, the uh, the running backs. Um, we talked about Drake. We know that he's going to get his rushing yards, his receiving yards. But, you know, we have Balazs. Uh, we still got the, the Mark Walton situation, if that works itself out. Uh, I saw something this week uh, about him trying to get those weapon charges dropped. I don't know if that's even a possibility, but you never know. But uh, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. I don't see Drake having a uh, huge monster season this year, but I think we are okay with the uh, running back by committee. So I think our rushing attack may be decent. Well, I mean, these guys are all really unproven. That's all I was trying to say. They may be decent, you know. We don't know, uh, so I'm I'm not confident that they're going to be great. That's all I was really trying to say. So we'll see. I mean, they may miss score a little bit, but aside from that, uh, you know, uh, you've got the line that's going to be up in the air. You've got uh, those issues. So I don't think the offense is going to be as exciting as some other people might think, regardless of who is a quarterback. I think it. I think. Uh... I think I have to go against you on that, Mike. I think the offense is probably going to be the best part of our team. Well, I mean, if they're expected to win three, four, five games, neither side is going to be that good. They, exactly. I just want some excitement. Maybe they can put some points on the board, and uh, they're going to give up more than they score. But, hey, as long as they're scoring some. Oh, so you want to go back to the Marino days? I had no problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> And they were fun. I, I will admit that. They were fun. I hated losing 51-45, though. Yeah, I did, too. Exactly. But, like, you know, I'd rather I'd rather do that than uh, that Jets game down there last year where it was just putrid. The defense oh, yeah. had to win it for us. So, oh, I don't yeah. want to see the that kind of performance. Do nothing. Yep. Just, just a little bit. What I'm really looking forward to this season is uh, seeing – uh, what spots were set at, what positions were set at, and what positions we have to upgrade for next year. So, you know, starting next year, we'll start having some I money think, I available. I think the list so, we, we won't have to upgrade will be shorter. Yeah, so, you know, that's what I want to see is uh, what do we got in our rookies, what do we got in our young players, our players that we're going to lock up long-term and really build this team around. So that's what I want to see this year. Well, they locked up, they locked up Howard. We know Tunsil is probably going to be around uh, unless his demands just get crazy. You've got Fitzpatrick, who's there locked into for a few more years. Uh, so those are, those are three key players, right? Um, you got the kids they drafted this year. Uh, you got uh, Godchow and Taylor, who they'll have to come to some agreement with down the road here shortly. We'll see. I mean, a lot of this is going to be uh, contract-based, but I like the young talent that they have, and I don't mean to suggest that they don't have some talent because I really believe they do. Um and I like the young talent that they have. Uh, I like Vincent Taylor. I like uh, Gonchow. I like uh, uh, the kid they drafted, Wilkins. So, you know, that's that's a good start for your defense, not to mention the guys on the back end that I just mentioned a minute ago. So, and, and Baker I like, you know. McMillan I'm not sure about. But there's some talent there. Um, the problem is that your holes are going to be exposed, and, and that's that's really the problem. You know, they need a few 
people that are going to be better than what we currently have. Hopefully, Rowe works out at the second cornerback position because that'll help. Uh, they need to find a couple of defensive ends or linebackers that can generate pressure. And maybe Harris develops into that guy uh, at linebacker or defensive end, wherever they end up putting him. So, like I said, there's going to be a lot of questions that need to be answered, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we also have, we have that linebacker Van Ginkle, too, that might turn into yes. something. Yes, absolutely. So, there's a lot of, there's a lot of young uh, players on the team, and we don't have to worry about the, the, you know, the contracts right now. Right. For some of them, which allows us to, to, to watch them. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming in this week and then talking with us. And uh, uh, we'll be back next week. Fins Sounds up, good. everybody. Fins, Fins up. up. Fins up.